Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Hey, hey, just a heads up, we are still running pre-sales on my new membership program to help you launch, grow, and monetize your dream podcast. All you have to do to sign up for those pre-sales is head over to podsimply.com slash join. That's podsimply.com slash join join to get access to the new membership program where I will help you launch, grow, monetize a podcast and learn how to turn it into a real thing. I'll see you inside. In this episode, we talk about how to find a mentor. Get pumped because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are zeroing in on a question I've gotten so many times since I started this show. It's all about how to find a mentor. And the truth is, mentorship, I think, is one of those things that has been sort of over-romanticized. And what I mean is any of us who are trying to do interesting things, we're trying to start a business, we're trying to take control of our life, we're trying to do X, Y, Z, whatever it is, something out of maybe the norm. Uh, We look at the people that have done it before and we say, oh, wow, if I could only get them as a mentor, it would shortcut me to where I'm trying to go. And there is truth in that. There is truth in that that knowledge and that, that, that uh, way of looking at things. But that's no excuse to not keep moving forward anyway. And the truth is the way you find a mentor ultimately is by tackling that path alone and running into those people along the way. So we're going to get into three specific ways that I've gone about finding mentors and, and the things that have sort of had the biggest effect for me. Uh, before that, though, if you haven't already, connect with me on Instagram at Greg Clunis, at G-R-E-G-G-C-L-U-N-I-S. Send me a message and let's have a conversation. I love when these episodes turn into me sort of sharing something that I've either learned or experienced, uh, and then you come back to me with things that you've experienced in relation to that topic. So send me a message on Instagram at Greg Clunas. Give me a follow while you're there and let's have that conversation. So with that said, the very first thing, the the uh, the thing that I recommend, 
not necessarily the most, but it definitely has played a major role for me in finding a mentor to begin with is to bring them value. And so before, you know, let's back up a little bit before we get into the three tips. Here's my first piece of advice. If you want to mentor, you need to know who it is that you want to work with. You need to be very crystal clear on this. And that doesn't have to be limited to a single person. It can be uh, multiple people. It can be people that you look up to in your space or you look up to in general. Maybe they're not in your space, but you do need to get clear on who those people are. So my advice to you is to just create a list, like pull up a spreadsheet, pull up a notepad, whatever you you know take lists and write in and just make notes of who it is you'd want to work with. That way you can get very clear on who the six people are or the 10 people or the one person or whatever it works out to be. Uh, and, and so that's the first step. You need to get clear on who it is. The second step, and, and this is where the advice really comes into play, is to bring them value. At the end of the day, there is no reason that a mentor is going to pay any attention to you. Yes, you might be trying to do something cool, but guess what? They've gotten a million emails from the similar people who are trying to do similar things. Uh, Nothing that you will ever do in this life will ever be so unique that people will stop and say, wow, I need to stop everything I'm doing and help this person. That's sad. Like that, that's not the, uh, positive message that I'm sure many of you wanted, but that's, that's how it works. We're all busy and mentors, especially people that are in positions to be mentors are very busy. And so if you want to get in front of them before you can ask them to be your mentor, you need to get their attention. And the way you get their attention is to bring them value. Now this might come in the form of making an introduction to somebody that they should know. So for example, I recently connected with two people that I now consider mentors and whether or not they consider themselves my mentors is a totally different question, but they have brought me value in and I've been able to ask them specific questions on things I know they have experience in. And from my point of view, they are mentors to me. The way that I made that connection was to first focus on what I could do to bring them value. And that came in the form of introducing them to each other, essentially. Uh, It made sense to me that they should at the very least know each other. They might not be able to do work together, but they were operating in similar spaces and the work they were each individually doing was interesting enough that I thought at the very least they should know each other. And so I asked both sides are you willing to, to have me introduce you to this person? They both said yes. And so I made that introduction. Now, so far, nothing's come out of them working together. Uh, it hasn't happened yet, but there are plans in place for something to potentially happen. There are uh, opportunities and plenty of opportunities that we don't even, we can't even see yet that might happen in the future. And so them being introduced to each other is was my way in that short term of bringing them value. Another thing I did was I, I brought each of them on the show. And, and that was the big uh, value add that I could make because I have an audience here. I have people who listen and their topics were relevant. And so I brought them on the show and uh, interviewed them and put them in a position to uh, benefit from getting in front of my audience. And what that allowed me to do is to then go to them when I have a specific question and just ask. And they still might not answer. They still might not want to bring give me that that education or mentorship, and that's fine. I have to be okay with that. But I first focused on what I could do, which was bring them value. That got me their attention, and luckily, 
now that I am connected to them, now that I do have their attention, they are willing to provide me that mentorship when it makes sense to do so. And I have a very specific question to ask. So that's the very first thing I would focus on is you need to bring them value. And this this is going to come in whatever form you're able to. If you're trying to receive mentorship from somebody who, let's say, runs a business and there are opportunities for you to volunteer at their events or to... Uh, connect them with somebody or to bring them a sale, like whatever it is you can do that will bring this person value, you need to prioritize it. That's how you get their attention. And that brings me to the second piece of advice around this area, which is to work for them. And I know that's not the sexy answer that many people expect when they're listening to something related to like entrepreneurship or something like that. It's definitely not the sexy answer. But if there's nothing else you can do to bring them value, working for their company is an excellent way to do that. It's an excellent way to get directly in front of them and bring them value directly because you are allowing them to operate and do the things that they need to do to build the company they're trying to build. Or if whatever it is, maybe they're running a political campaign and you can work for them or volunteer for them. Whatever it is, if you are able to work for them and provide value in that way, you're going to get two big benefits out of it. First, you're going to get in their their world and able to ask them specific questions and get that mentorship in that way. But second, you're going to have the benefit of seeing what their business or whatever it is looks like from the inside. You're going to start to see what things you might have screwed up on or or done differently that uh, they're doing differently and handling in a different way. And that by itself is an enormous amount of value to you, an enormous amount of education, and can allow you to sort of skip the process. So as much as we all want to be entrepreneurs and do our own thing and have that freedom, sometimes working for the person we want to connect with is the best way to bring them value and gain that mentorship at the same time. And this is something I did uh, I guess about a year and a half ago now, I I had been building my business and it failed. I just made all of the classic mistakes. And so I wanted to get better at sales. And so I decided to take a job in sales, picking up the phone and calling companies and trying to close the deal. And to be honest, I hated it. I, I didn't like working there. But between my bosses and between the actual day-to-day work, I learned so much about sales. And when I came back to running my own business, it was now a skill that I had that I could utilize to make sure I never screwed up again. And now my business is thriving. It's doing well. And that's because I spent that time to learn sales from someone who was very good at it, who I... If I had just asked them, hey, can you be my mentor? It wouldn't have uh, worked out that way. And so sometimes getting a job is the best thing you can do to gain the knowledge and experience that you're looking for to take your career or your business or whatever it is to the next level. Now we're gonna jump into the third thing here in a second. But first, a quick sponsor read here. Uh, A lot of you who listen to this show have asked me about which meditation app I use. And uh, as you've known, as, as I've mentioned on the show many times, I've tried a ton of them. I've tried so many different apps. But lately, I've been a huge fan of one called Simple Habit. 
Simple Habit is a five-minute meditation program designed to help busy professionals stress less, achieve more, and live better. And as I said, I've tested a bunch of meditation apps and programs, but my experience so far has just honestly been best with Simple Habit. And that's because they have meditations based on what you're trying to do. So if you're at work, there is a meditation for that. If you're trying to fall asleep, there is a meditation for that. If you are just not able to focus, there is a meditation for that. And they've even got music designed to help you focus, which quite honestly is my personal favorite part because I don't always find the time to meditate. But by having this music going on in the background that is specifically designed to help me focus, it allows me to sort of gain some of the the, uh, benefits of meditation without necessarily having to carve out the time. So that is personally my favorite part of the app and, and the program. And Simple Habit is unique because a single five-minute-per-day meditation with them has been proven and designed to reduce your stress, improve your focus, and help you sleep better, which is a big problem for me. I, I struggle with falling asleep each night. And so something like Simple Habit is incredibly valuable for me to use right before bed and get myself into a place where I can fall off and, and get the best night of sleep so that I can wake up and crush it the next day. And it's just five minutes. That's perfect for people like me who have so many things going on that we struggle to find the time for ourselves during the day. I can't tell you how many times I I sit down to work before I know it, the day is done. And maybe I did want to meditate that day. Maybe I did want to take a break and relax, but the time just flies by so fast because there's so much going on. So having something that is just five minutes is incredibly helpful to make that possible. And each of the meditations, they, they're designed by the world's best teachers. That's ranging from mindfulness experts at Google to former monks. And the best part, the absolute best part of all of this, and I know I'm kind of raving here, but for good reason. The best part is that it's available on Android, iOS, and on the web. So no matter where you're at or what's going on, you can always find that time. It's easy to get in and out, get your meditation done, get your dose of mindfulness in, and gain those benefits in just five minutes. So give it a shot, honestly. I mean, what have you got to lose? Get a free seven-day trial of their premium library when you go to simplehabit.com slash tiny leaps. That's a free seven-day trial of their premium library. All you have to do is go to www.simplehabit.com slash tiny leaps. All right, so the third piece of advice, the third thing that uh, I think we need to focus more on when we're trying to find a mentor. And this to me is actually probably the most important of all of these. So number one was to bring value. Number two was to consider working for them. Uh, Number three is to stop trying to get a mentor. I know that's a little bit weird and it's a little bit like, what are you talking about? But there's so much knowledge around you. There's so much guidance around you. A lot of these mentors have creative created content in the form of books, podcasts, interviews, speeches that you can scour through. But so many of you that are looking for mentorship, looking for a person that you can connect with, you're ignoring all of the stuff they've already done and all of the stuff that's available to you right now in order to try and reach them directly. And I get the point. I get the value of speaking to them directly. There, there's, that's huge. But if you're starting at zero, if you are at the beginning of your journey, 
you can get from zero to one going through the stuff that's available to you. So don't discount what I call mentorship from afar. And that's being able to learn from somebody through their books, through their speeches, through their podcasts, through interviews, through courses, through live events, through whatever means that they are sharing information, the, the wisdom they've acquired over their career. Whatever means that comes in, you can gain mentorship from them from afar without having that direct relationship. And the best part is when you eventually do want to connect with them in person, you now know what they care about. You now know that you can bring them value by sharing their content. You now know that uh, they, they've already said so much out there already that you don't have to ask those questions again, which for people who are in a mentorship role and position – be, having to answer the same question a million times is super frustrating and a waste of time to them, which is why they created content in the first place. So if you have not gone through their stuff, if you haven't gone through their catalog, it's tough to to go f uh, straight to them and say, hey, can you be my mentor? Because even if they say yes, you're going to repeat the same questions they've already answered and they're going to end up feeling frustrated and like, why did they spend this time in the first place? And a perfect example of this, I recently connected with an author that uh, I'm actually going to be interviewing on the show uh, later on this year, I believe in November. Um, and the way I connected with him was just, hey, I read your book, really fantastic work. Thank you for writing it. And, and he happened to be the type of person who's happy to respond, who is excited to meet people, who uh, has given me tons of advice since as I roll up on my own book launch and, and things like that. Uh, but I would never have been able to make that connection if I didn't first go through his content. And of course, that wasn't my intent. If he didn't respond, that's fine. I still got what I needed from his books. But he did respond. I used the fact that I read his book as a way to reach out to him and connect and show that I'm bringing him value. And as a result, I now have a third informal mentor, someone that uh, I'm not pestering every single day with questions. But if I'm dealing with something that I know he has navigated, I can just shoot him a quick question and maybe he responds, maybe he doesn't, but I know it's an option. So that third piece of advice is super important. I think that you should stop worrying so much about finding a mentor and focus more on uh, consuming what is already out there and looking at what is available to you to learn from these people already. Mentorships from afar are some of the most valuable mentorships you can gain. And for a very long time, that's all I had. I've only really had like actual physical mentors that I can ask questions to in largely the last like three or four months. So do not discount mentorships from afar. There is so much value to be had there. And I hope ultimately that this episode has been helpful. I hope you feel like you can walk away having a game plan for finding a mentor, knowing what you need to be doing. First, get super clear on who it is that you want to work with and who you want to connect with. Second, find a way to bring them value. Third, if you can't go work for them, that might be the best way. And fourth, Stop worrying so much about it and just look at what they've already done. Look at what's available to you to learn from indirectly. And that might 
turn into something that is more direct in the future, but it might not. And either way, you're still getting value from it. So I hope this has been helpful. Again, connect with me on Instagram. This is meant to be a conversation. I want to hear your thoughts on any of the points I mentioned on the topic as a whole, or just your story of mentorships and, and how you've connected with someone. So reach out to me on Instagram at Greg Clunis. Give me a follow, uh, send me a message, and let's have that conversation. If you haven't already, we are still doing pre-sales for my new membership program where I will help you launch, grow, and monetize a podcast. Head over to podsimply.com slash join, and that is going to be the absolute best way to gain my knowledge around podcasting and how to blow up a show, something I've done for uh, the last... 45 or so clients of launching shows in the last four years. Uh, So definitely head over to podsimply.com slash join if that's something you're interested in. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen, for sharing your time with me. Hit subscribe if you haven't already. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every every day.